Welcome back to the most bingeable podcast ever. And welcome back to some new subscribers and thank you all for listening. And we're going to jump right on in. Benefits of a job are, they vary. You know, you have health, you have life, you know, you have 401k, you have a work-life balance. I ain't got none of that shit. But the one benefit I do have is education. And old DC's mama, she used to say, you can learn from anyone or anything. And I do. I learn and I pick up things. And I mean, I know a lot about genome splicing and, you know, DNA resequencing, recumbent, and sampling. I can hold my own. Very proud of that fact. Very proud of the fact that I speak several languages because I can hold my own. And of course, if you're listening, don't be talking shit about me in your fucking language, especially if I speak it. Just saying. Because I've had to catch up on a couple of people and, you know, They weren't too happy. And of course, that made for a ridiculous trip. You know, it's all about 40 minutes. Yeah. But education. And a good education is hard to find. It's easy to lose, but it's hard to find. So, I was up in the north. And I'm picking up. I got a ping. Now, mind you, I'm on the west side of the north, and I've got to come into the city, because I had this ping. And the ping, like most of the times when, you know, we get these pings, is that it doesn't tell me where I'm going. It doesn't show me a picture. It just says a couple of numbers, and one of those numbers is 45+. plus. Meaning that it is a distance trip. And the day's been kind of slow and, you know, hey, I'm up for the cash. Because that's a minimum $50 to $60. So I go to this hotel. And the concierge and the bellhop are standing outside. Flag. Of course, I didn't know this at the time, but flag. Flag. They're outside with the cart. And they're flagging me down. Flag. Bells are now going off because I've picked people up from hotels a myriad of times. I've never once had a concierge bellhop stand outside with the luggage rack ready to load the car up could be one of two things could be a celebrity could be VIP don't know flag so as you know I pop the trunk I get out I'm doing my spiel you know pull up the trunk get ready to help with the luggage out of the corner of my eye a blue tuft passes through and I turn around 
And I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, there's a camera somewhere. There's a game show being recorded. I'm the motherfucking contestant. And, yeah. So the concierge says to me, you know, oh, um, thank you for getting here so quickly, and, uh, we appreciate how fast you're here, and, um, we're going to help you load up the luggage, and, uh, you know, you have a wonderful day. Flag. These motherfuckers never talk to me. Ever. Okay? I am like the lowest rung of the rung. And they never say boo-boo shit to me. But I turn around. And I see two people. And they're in costume. We're not talking, you know, the fanboy costumes. Star Wars, Harry Potter. You know, we ain't talking none of that shit. That shit I can actually accept. You know, I I ain't got no problems running around with, you know, stormtroopers or, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi wannabes or, you know, Captain Kirk wannabes. I ain't got no problems. I got problems when I turn around and I'm greeted by the bro pony and the ridiculously female raccoon. Green raccoon, blue pony. So they get in the car, in costume. And it's the Subi baby. And the windows aren't tinted. So of course, it's already a scene. Because people are looking. I'm embarrassed. I'm shocked. I'm just like trying to crawl into my skin. And you know not want to be seen with these crazy motherfuckers that have decided to get in the back of my goddamn car dressed like some goddamn pony and some fucking raccoon but either which way so we were discussing education right so I got my education this day because I learned about plushies And the intricacy and the etiquette and the hierarchy of plushies. None of this crap I really wanted to know. Especially the fact that, in alarming detail, I'm now understanding the idiosyncrasies of how they interact with each other. And in the back of my mind, I'm singing... Jesus loves me, yes he does, yes he does, yes he does, Jesus loves me, yes he does. I'm singing this because I am a firm believer that Jesus needs me and he is helping me to get through this without me having to turn around and co-snap the fuck on someone and be like, cancel the call, get the fuck out of my car. Because I can't do that because, you know, it's 50 bucks, if not more, depending upon where they're going. And I've yet to accept the ride and start the meter. The only thing the meter is doing now, it's running. 
because I'm waiting for you to buckle up because you can't get it around your big ass gut. So, Jesus loves me. I know he does. I know he does. Oh, Jesus loves me. Yes, he does. Oh, Jesus. So we start moving. I verify the address. And he starts to give me a complete rundown of, you know, this is, you know, it doesn't matter. So we start to move. And we're going through downtown. And I may mention, didn't I, that the windows ain't tinted. So I'm running around with a green raccoon and a blue fuzzy fucking horse. Excuse me. Bro, pony. Right. I thought Curtis Blow said the freaks come out at night. It's the middle of the damn day. The freaks are fucking out. They're in my car. I'm crying. I'm just trying to crawl in my skin and hide. Because people are taking pictures. And I'm now a celebrity. And they're lapping it up and they're waving and smiling. And, you know, they're telling me the mom and dad are watching the kids and this is their out. And, you know, they get to go out and be free and, you know, let the freak flag fly, as she put it. I'm like, bitch, that flag just ain't flying. You got fucking fireworks going off. It's like the goddamn Star Spangled Banner in the middle of fucking Baltimore Harbor. At Fort McHenry. Alright. Yeah. The freak flag is not fucking just flying. That shit is full mast and cannons and bombs going off in the air. Yeah. Whatever. Floats your boat. Long as that shit don't float near my harbor. I ain't got a problem. Because I'm going to sing my song. And I'm going to concentrate on my music and my driving. And I'm going to try and ignore and tune the fuck out of y'all crazy motherfuckers. Because you're scaring me. This is how the horror movie gets started. And everybody who's listened to this podcast knows that this is how shit starts. And I, I old DC don't play that. Mm-mm. So Jesus loves me. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. And of course, you know, since I'm very receptive of the conversation, you know, of course, you can't tell because my eyes are closed or slanted down hard. My teeth are grim or, you know, I got the grimace on or I'm grinding and fucking share is playing. And, you know, my hands are white knuckling the wheels. Yeah, I'm real receptive to the fucking conversation here, bub. He continues to go on and educate me in plushyism. And how the conference was really informative and, you know, new things and vendors and things like that were coming out. And I'm sitting there saying to myself... Vendors, people cater to this weirdo freak shit. 
I, I mean, how can you go home and sleep at night? I mean, the moral vacuum must be great, wide, and vast to go home, hug your kids, and see a fucking My Little Pony, and knowing that you sell an adult-sized costume of that shit to some fucking freaknicks. But whatever floats your boat. As long as that shit doesn't come into my harbor, I don't give a fuck. So, we're trying to make it out of the north, downtown. And we finally, Jesus, because I mean, you know, people are snapping pictures. We stopped at a red light. People trying to cross the intersection and stop in the intersection and are taking pictures of me and the Subi. And these two freak Nick motherfuckers in the back. Because it honestly looks like a goddamn clown car scenario. It really does. But we keep driving. Because, you know, I feel violated. Morally, I feel violated. But we keep driving. And finally, we're getting halfway home. And he's like, can you stop at Royal Farms? And I'm like, yeah. You gonna go in and dress like that? Oh, they know us. Wait. So now we got something with chickens? You just gonna ruin everything for me today, aren't you? No, 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 no. Um... We have a substantial interest in several different chains inside up in the north. We just need to go in, change, get our clothes, and, you know, come on back out before we get up the road, which is another three miles to their house. Because now, of course, you're getting closer to your house. You don't want anybody else to know that you're a bunch of freakniks. So now you're giving me directions with the inflection in your voice to discreetly pull around the back of Royal Farms, you know, in between two trash can dumpsters and back up to the back door where they'll get out, ring the door and change and come back out. Flag... As most of y'all know, yeah, we're, you know what, it's just been a freak McTasty day. I done sang my song in the back of my head to try and keep me calm. It's working to the point. But I swear to God, a Jimmy Shakes or Bobby Bojangles comes jumping out of here looking for a fix or trying to clean my damn windshield, we gonna have fucking issues. So they get out, they get dressed, they come back. And I'm saying to myself, why do they have suitcases? Because now I'm curious. Because they went out with costumes, went in, got changed, come back. Without the costumes, but with clothes on. Because, you know, you need clothes on to get in the car because I... I, I, I draw the line of two naked people riding in my car, you know. 
So, you know, I broke one of my rules. I know. And I asked, so what's in the bag? If you don't mind me asking. Oh, we bought some party favors. And, you know, they don't ship them as discreetly as we like, so we bring our suitcases down to load them in. Oh. Okay. Makes sense. I understand. A lot of companies who sell this crap, you know, they arguably tell you they ship it in brown paper wrapping and, you know, it's very discreetly, you know, managed and whatever, whatever. Completely understood. But don't expect me to get the fuck out of the car and try to pull one of them heavy ass suitcases out. I saw Abdul and the fucking concierge who loaded that shit up. It took two of them to load that shit into the back of the trunk. So whatever the fuck is in there, you getting it out. I'm not unloading it. Because, you know, I already see what's going to happen. I unload it, something pops out, and ah! We're going to have a whole Kong situation again. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. I'm already scarred by that one. Hell. I don't need no other shit popping out on me and whatnot. Yeah. No. So either which way. We make the three miles down. And there's this driveway. And I'm thinking. Jesus loves me. Yes he does. Yes he does. Yes he does. And I'm saying to myself. What the fuck? And he's like, oh yeah, we live here. Gated. Community. The freak flag is really out now. So, you know, I get the temporary code, the doors open, and and I go. And up the road we go. And up the road we go. And I pull around the little circle and, you know, pop trunk. As I'm getting out, I swear to God, I think this dude was magic. He appeared out of fucking nowhere. In a little suit. Looked like he came out the little cartoon. I will get the bags. Sir. Cool. And I will get the doors, sir. Cool. So he gets them out, gets the bags out. You know, he takes the bags on the inside. I'm like, that's a strong little man. Because it took two people down in the north downtown to get these bags out. He yanked that shit out in one fell swoop and and I and just, you know, cock strong and swole and he rolled up in there. So yeah. So the guy, you know, reaches in his pocket. He's like, "Can I put the tip on the app?" And I'm like, "Oh, here we go." Yeah. 
you sure can. You go and put the tip on the app. It's fine. You know, you can do that. Uh, you just have to wait for me to finish, you know, resetting the trip and closing it out. And I'll only be out here for about three minutes and then I'm going to be on my way. Okay. And before he leaves, he's like, um, we have several wolfhounds that roam the property. And, um, they're very friendly. But, just, you know, make sure you're aware that they're around. I don't pay any attention to it. I'm like, yeah, you know, whatever. So I get in the car, close the door. It's like, thank you, Lord. Pull out the spray can. I'm spraying the back of the car, spraying the seats. You know, everything smells pretty and sunshiny. And I'm closing out the trip. Five-star review. I'm embarrassed as fuck. I'm not trying to give them a one-star because, you know, then I got to write a report as to why I'm giving these motherfuckers a one-star. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Last thing I want is some guy in Rangpoon trying to figure out what the hell do I mean about they were in costume riding around in my car. And then him calling... Oh, thank you for calling where I shit and through. I need more information about the one-star review on this customer. Yeah, I ain't trying to explain that shit to him. Because then that means I got to give him a fucking explanation and an education. And yeah, it ain't working. Next. So as I'm getting ready to cut the car over and put it in the drive, I look to the left. And there's the dog. Big motherfucker, too. And he just sitting there looking right in the windows like I'm fucking lunch. Alright? Yeah. Time to go. Mm-hmm. And that is where we're going to leave education. And I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. And I hope you have enjoyed all these little serial podcasts the most bingeable podcasts we have on itunes and google play because you know we global baby and thank you all to my subscribers new old and the steadfast and i hope you have had as much fun laughing as i have um about our education and what we get for free at jobs and uh yeah it's another one for the books. Um, we have some more, and we'll probably get to those later. And this has been good old DC signing off. Stay frosty. <laughs>